Islam. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom. Hotep. I want to welcome you to another area in the Conscious Vibes Radio. Of course, I am your host, Ramiel Bay. And tonight's lesson, subject, discussion, conversation will be paperwork is not going to save you. Before we get into tonight's um, discussion, I want to make a couple of announcements. Um, One, I want all to be aware of the event on Saturday, June the 25th that is sponsored by Israel Family Forms in Sacramento, also African Americans for Balanced Health in Sacramento, California Territory. It is a holistic health conference with internationally renowned and brilliant lecturers, uh, Dr. Lila of Africa and author of Wounded Wound, as many of you may have read, Dr. Phil Valentine L. The conference will be held Saturday, June 25th. Saturday, June 25th. So not this weekend, but the following weekend. From 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. It will be held at the John F. Kennedy High School at 6715 Gloria Drive. And again, that is the Sacramento Territory. The topic will be Ancient Wisdom for Holistic Revolution. For more information or to register, um, you can actually go to Eventbrite and put in at eventbrite.com, or you can call 877-491-2224 to get information or to get your tickets um, set up. There's also a website. Let me, Let me find it here. AA. BH.net. And you can go to that website and get more information or go ahead and register, um, you know, for your tickets. Also, you have the uh, study classes um, that are going on in the Oakland Territory on Thursday, every Thursday. The study class is available on live stream. You can go to livestream.com and put in uh, Ramiel Bay, and you can go ahead and become a uh, follower on live stream, and you will get the announcement each time there's going to be a broadcast, which is every Thursday. You can listen or watch the video directly from computer, your uh, phones, your tablets, 
and all those um, different devices with our compute video capability. That class, of course, takes place at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Thursday. You also have the study class that is going on in the Sacramento Territory um, that takes place at 4311 Ottawa, and that is uh, every other Saturday for more information regarding that. Uh, you can email me at northgatebay at gmail.com. In the Thursday study class, we are finishing up uh, the Quran study. We have taken time to study the Quran uh, or the more science simple, our holy instructions that was prepared by the prophet for us. We've taken time to study that for the last six months. It has been a tremendous study for those who have been consistent and who have wanted to take the time to learn. It has been a tremendous study. Uh, quite a few have been able to benefit and gather a, uh, a vast amount of information as to um, <clears throat> what being a more is actually all about and what is the heritage of the Moors, what was the what is the movement actually about. Um starting I think it is at the end of this month, we will finish up the Quran in, in beginning of July. We will start on the Constitution Constitution study, the Constitution for the United States of America. We'll start on that study in July. And I think that study goes on for about uh, two months when we dive into the Constitution. Um, so if you have not been paying attention to some of the classes, you know, you can uh, come on in again. It's every Thursday, uh, and it's on live stream, so no one really has a, um, a worthwhile excuse to, to miss it, and they are recorded. So you can go back and listen um, to the the class, uh, and if you're having internet problems or any of those things, you can go back and listen to uh, the class without interruption because it, the video is recorded, and you go right back to livestream.com to the um, my site on there, and the video is there. It stays up for about 20 days or something like that, and then it's um, then it's taken down. So let's get into some of the um, the subject matter for this evening. The way I'm going to uh, deal with this subject matter is going to be different. For those of you who are on the call. Um, this will be a slight open discussion about some things. Um, you're more than welcome to ask questions or interject, you know, add your angle of information at any point. Um, we're going to get into some semi-sensitive issues depending on who's on the line. Um, 
if you have not called in you're on your computer, um, you know, you can call in at 347-326-9139 and be connected live. Also, please go ahead and download the YRN1328, I think it is, app on Android because we will be moving off of Blog Talk um, here soon. I'm not sure of the exact date, but we will be moving. I want to open up the show with um, something from the Quran. First, let me actually tell you how I came about with this show topic, because the topic itself is a little bit different than um, some of the other show topics. Because I have consistently continued to run into a lot of people who are completely misguided in what the Moore's Divine National Movement is. Because I continue to get the same questions over and over and over and over again from various people, because people are really not understanding what the movement actually is. What was the mission of the prophet? What was the intent of the prophet? Then we're going to really dive into it. The show may not last for a total of two hours. It may, depending on your feedback, um, you know, last for an hour. Well, we're going to touch on a few things, and again, you're welcome to uh, to interject at any time. Now, the prophet, when he when he uh, spoke about what is the most important thing to study. If you go to chapter 3, Elihu's Lessons, The Unity of Life. And in verse 14, you'll find it says, if you would ask me what to study, I would say yourselves. And when you will have studied them, and then would ask me what to study next. I would reply, yourselves. We're going to read that again. If you would ask me what to study, I would say, yourselves. And when you will have studied them, and then would ask me what to study next, I would reply, yourselves. That in itself is the is the nutshell. In a nutshell, is the Moore's Divine National Movement. Let's dive into that. We as Moors. Failed spiritually. This was a 
spiritual fall. This was not a paperwork fall. We didn't fall because we committed bad paperwork. This was a spiritual fall. Issues go back thousands of years and can be seen if your eye is open as you read most of your uh, holy books. You're reading in a lot of them about the spiritual fall of the Moors, whether you're reading about the Nephilim, when you're reading about even Cain and Abel, Castor and Pollux, when you're studying cosmology, when you're studying the Zodiac, when you're studying the New and Old Testament, when you're studying the wars between uh, Vishnu and Shiva, studying the spiritual fall of the Moors. Now, the spiritual fall has been coded and given to you. We did not fall because of paperwork. And I'm going to keep referencing paperwork all through the show because if you're on this show, if you're listening, it's time for you to get it. When I was a child, I did childish things, but as an adult, I put away my childish ways. It's time to start using your critical thinking ability. You will hear uh, Emir Taj Street Bay. You will hear Ras Mariah Bay, Abdullah Bay, Myself, um, you're all of those who are presenting information and consider teachers telling you several things. But the one thing that everyone says is you must think. You have to think for yourself. No one can do the thinking for you. No one can think you out of your situation for you. Some things have to start to become clear in order for you to be able to move. So when the prophet is telling you to study yourself, I spoke on this several times, and I'll say it again. Anytime you're reading any document, any book, any publication, you should be breaking down each word that is used, especially when it's dealing with it's a spiritual text or a law text. The wording that is used is key. If you don't pay attention to the wording, you're only going to get a very small percentage of the lesson, which is why most of people claiming Moors can't really present too much. And again, it's time for these things to change because we've gotten to a point where it's critical and you've got to wake up. In that verse 14 in chapter 3, um, 
of the uh, Quran, of the Morsan's temple. The prophet said, if you would ask me, if you would ask the prophet what to study, so if you were to ask the initiator, the physical initiator of the Moors Divine National Movement, what to study, the one who everyone who claims to be a Moor or Moorish American says that is their prophet, this is what he's saying his reply would be. If this is what he's saying his reply would be, then there should be no more questions about what the most important thing to study is. Because if you were to go to the footstep of the, the, the feet of the prophet and ask the prophet, what is it that you want me to study? Prophet Noah Drali, Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali, what does Ramiel Ilbay need to study? What do I need to study? The prophet is telling me, I would say, yourselves. So his reply would be to study yourselves. He did not say study the Constitution. Um, he did not say study foreign world affairs. He didn't say that. He said, if you ask him what you study, he would say yourself. Why? Why does that make sense? It's simple. Because this is a spiritual issue. We have a huge spiritual issue. But everybody keeps coming into this movement thinking that we have a paperwork issue. My paperwork ain't right. I need to submit my paperwork. Paperwork, 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 paperwork. That's all everyone is talking about. Everyone is talking about what paperwork do I need to submit? What do I need to submit? What do I need to turn in? Who do I turn it into? How do I fill this paperwork out? No one comes and asks the question, Romeo, how do I study myself? Like I've never, ever got that question first. I've gotten it. But I've never gotten that question first. Underlines part of our issue and underlines how far the Moors have been misled into understanding what this movement is really about. It's a spiritual issue. And we'll get into why later. Now, in this verse, he says yourselves. And he says that several times. He says yourselves. If you would ask me what to study, I would say 
yourselves. He didn't say study yourself. S-E-L-L, that's singular. He said yourselves, S-E-L-V-E-S, that's plural. But now how could you have many cells? How many cells do you have? The question is, can you read? Can you, is your eye open? The the bibliotelio text that if your if your eye be singular, then your whole body is filled with light. Is your eye open? Are you listening tonight? Are you tracking? Are you following? Are you understanding? Are you using critical thinking ability? The prophet said, study yourselves. S-E-L-V-E-S, plural. And then he said, and when you well have studied them, which is plural again, them, plural, and then would ask me what you study next, I would reply, yourselves. He didn't say study the Constitution. He didn't say study common law. He he, he didn't say uh, get in contact with um, the United Nations. That's not what he said. The first instruction in the Holy Quran of the Moor Science Temple, prepared, divinely prepared, by Prophet Noah Ali. The first instructions of what to study says to study yourselves. Now, yourselves are broken up into the higher self and the lower self. The ethereal self, the physical self. Which is represented by the star David with the two Maru, or what's called the pyramid, one pointing up to the plane of ether, one pointing down to the plane of matter, which reveal, when properly studied, your trinity. And your trinity exists in the ethereal plane as it does in the physical plane, dealing with the second law of Tahuti, which is correspondence, as above, so below. Standing the universal nature of oneness of all things. Studying your constitution, what constitutes you, Studying the planetary rotation when you were in the womb. Studying the nine months, the nine energies, the nine planets that constitute you. Studying the other three planets that were left out of your constitution so that you know how they affect you. Studying what is proper nutrition for your body? Understanding the seven Elohim, 
the seven golden seals and their effects on you, i.e., saying how you're affected day to day by the days of the week, moon day, Saturn day, understanding how those planets have an effect on you and how you are supposed to become the mastermind so that you know how to work with those planets to create the existence that you want, not allow those planets to affect you. Studying the chakras, understanding where you're out of balance, understanding the Holy Spirit and how to use the Holy Spirit, i.e., the fire breath, to open those seals so that you can proper balance yourself. Standing what energy has certain impacts on you on a day-to-day basis. Food intake, understanding music. Under, the prophet said study yourself. The study of self can go on, should go on, to the end of your days in the physical form. That's the most important study. But you missed it. Because you keep asking about things geared more towards what paperwork do I fill out? How do I put the government on notice? Have you put your government on notice? Your government is your trinity. Have you put that that government on notice? Have you went back inside yourself and put yourself on notice? Have you went back in and connected again with yourself? Have you done that? If not, then you're wasting your time. You have you are wasting your time. Because the first thing that you have to take a hold of is self. Chapter three. Elihu's lessons, the unity of life. After saying study yourself, plural The prophet says, he who knows well his lower self knows the illusions of the world. Now, why would he say that? Why would he say that he who knows his lower self knows the illusions of the world? Again, the lines are open if anyone has a demonstration or a comment. At any time, if you're on the chat, you're more than welcome to type it, and I'll read it out. Why would the prophet say that he who knows well his lower self knows the illusions of the world, knows of the things that pass away, knows of the things that pass away. He who knows his lower self knows of the illusions of the world, 
and knows of the things that pass away. It's simple. It's simple why that's put out there. The first law is mentalism. The very first law is mentalism. You live in a world of illusion. That's literal. Your reality is but an illusion. You are constantly, I am, we are, all constantly creating this reality. Constantly creating this reality. Your lower self is the instigator of your reality in most cases. If you have not brought it back into balance, your lower self. So you become trapped in a mode of survival. You become a dog-eat-dog type of individual. You're chasing after things that have, have little to no value, ultimately have no value, no matter how much value the world, the illusion puts on it. Because you haven't brought back under control your lower self. In chapter, I think it's 43, 44. Let me make sure. Yeah, 44. It, it, it is called misery. There's a, a chapter in the Holy Quran, the Moorish Science Temple, chapter 44, called Misery. And in that chapter, it goes into what misery is. And it, and it goes into the fact that thy passions, your passions, become your misery. Your very inclinations become your misery. Because those things are usually guided by your lower nature. That's why the prophet is saying, he who knows well his lower self, knows the illusions of the world, knows of the things that pass away, because those things are guided. All those passions, all that I've got to have this car, I've got to have this home, I've got to have this man. I've got to have this woman. Those things are literally, literally going to become your misery. Literally. Because these are lower nature issues. Issues guided by your lower nature. And those things pass away. The only thing that lasts forever 
is truth. Ought and not. There's only two things in this world, truth and falsehood. Truth is forever. Falsehood is over for a short period of time. So any, when we're coming into this movement, when we're coming into an understanding of what exactly we're supposed to be doing, prophet is clear when he says the first thing you should be studying is yourself. Yourself. Yourself is going to deal also with your your heritage, your lineage, your customs. is going to deal with those things. This is what the study is. Again, the prophet didn't say study world politics. He didn't say watch the news or read the paper. He didn't say that. He said the first thing that you need to study is yourself. I need you to get that because the question is old. You have so many people waking up to this movement, and because most of you are not studying yourselves, you're too too busy studying the court system, how to beat the court system. So you forgot exactly what the prophet said was supposed to be studying. Or, better yet, you following someone who's not telling you the truth about what this movement is about. You fooling with somebody who got you thinking that your first study needs to be study the law, study the Constitution, study study trust law. The first law of Tehuti, sometimes in most circles called the first hermetic principle because of colonization, of course, is mentalism. If you could just get to the point where you understood that your whole reality is based on you and your mentals, where are you at? Where are you at mentally becomes your reflective reality every time, 100% of the time, 110% of the time. So if you find in yourself constantly being harassed by the policy enforcement agents, constantly running from taxation, constantly having uh, baby mama drama, constantly get bumping heads with other masculine energies, fighting and whatnot. Your grades aren't right in school. You got concentration problems. There's nobody's fault but yours. Straight up yours. 
you can't find a uh, a man or you can't find a woman or Moabitess or Moabite, that's your fault. That's on you. Because it's your mentality. It's your mental that's causing this reality. That's on you. That is no one's fault but yours. And the prophet told you, if you just simply study yourselves, you would know that. But all you want to study is the physical law, the law of the physical world. Our ancestors wasn't studying that. Our ancestors were studying and getting an understanding of the different personifications of nature, dealing with eschatology so that we could understand the oneness of everything. Again, this is what the prophet said. In the words of the prophet, and that's a book, name of an actual book by the prophet Noble Ali. He says that our issue on a higher on the higher or highest plane is spiritual. Before that he says that we need to be starting businesses because there's no beggar nation will ever get respect. He says our issue, our primary issue on the physical, physical, and the physical dealing with business, but on a higher plane, it's spiritual. But you're not reading that enough. Your head's too far buried in Black Law Dictionary, and your head is not buried in the Quran, the Bible, or any other spiritual book as much. You're too caught up. All these things are based in lower nature activities. That, those are facts. This world is but an illusion. That's a fact. People are dealing with sorcery, tapping into the source, knowing that you, melanin, is a semiconductor, which taps into universal energies, which opens up gates and brings things into a reality and continues the desired reality of the program. These are facts. All you got to do is research it, but then you will be studying yourself. But you're too far buried in the Black Law Dictionary to be studying yourself because you think that learning the words in the Black Law Dictionary is where it's at. You think because you have some pretty paperwork, that's where it's at. Your paperwork got these pretty seals and, you know, these pretty flags and these, these pretty words and, the, and, and, and all these uh, pretty fonts, and you're proud to present that. But then you're looking like a fool when you get up there and they ask you some questions, and you can't even answer the question. You're looking like a fool. Because whoever you listen to isn't telling you that paperwork isn't your savior. Again, the prophet made it clear. The first thing to study is yourselves. But let's get into understanding even more of why that's important. 
because when this thing was incorporated, when the Moors divided the national movement, when the Moors Science Temple uh, more directly was incorporated into, it was incorporated as a religious organization. And most people don't even understand why. Again, if you have you have a comment, you have a demonstration, you you want to add to an angle or ask a question, the lines are open. You need not wait. You need not wait this evening. But why was it incorporated as a religious organization? That's what you need to be studying. Why have you never asked that question? Or do you think you got the answer? Because if you if you have the answer to that, then you should know that the paperwork ain't the savior. Like we gotta stop with this paperwork facade. Paperwork is only a demonstration. or should be only a demonstration of your knowledge of self. It shouldn't even really be a demonstration of the knowledge of, of the physical law. It should be a demonstration of your knowledge of self. And if you understood why it was incorporated as a religious institution, you would more directly understand that statement. Under Religious protection, all of your customs are held there because all of our ancestors' customs came through our spirituality. All of our customs, what we ate, how we physically dressed ourselves, how we addressed ourselves, meaning our nominee, our titles or attributes, our language, that was all based on our spirituality, our spiritual concepts. So under your religious liberty, protect clauses and protections within the organic constitution, that's why the protection is there. So with the help of Allah, with the guidance of Allah, the prophet understood to make the Moorish Science Temple of America a religious organization. You can have your own chambers and courts within your spiritual organization. that passed laws. When I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, in that organization, you had what was called the elders. You had the ministerial service. The elders and the ministerial service, that's government. That's government. The elders 
with an oversight of that temple or church or um, hall, as they'll call it, same thing, same, same exact thing, temple hall, same stuff. They was your oversight. They was your judicial committee. When there was a biblical law broken based on their perception of biblical law, a meeting would be called with the elders. If the, if the issue involved two, two different individuals, both individuals would meet with the elders. The elders would sit down with their law book, the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures, say a prayer first, ask for Jehovah's guidance over the matter, ask for their ears to be open and blase, blase. And then after that, would tell the individuals to let them know what happened. The individuals would let them know what happened. The elders then, depending on the situation, would take a day or two or take five, ten minutes, discuss it amongst themselves, come back and and give their orders as to what needs to be done. Now, the person or the individuals, depending on What's going on could be disfellowship, which means to be excommunicated, same thing. They could be put on public reproof, which means that there's an announcement read before the congregation letting them know that the, these, these individuals or this individual is on public reproof, which is an alert sent to the congregation that these individuals need spiritual help and that they may have lost some of their privileges within the community, i.e. the congregation. So they may be stripped of some of their titles of nobility, like ministerial servant or elder, or kicked out of the theocratic ministry school, which means that they can no longer publicly uh, uh, preach inside of the halls, or stripped of the ability to go door-to-door in field service or they would be put on silent reproof, which means that the reproof would be only among the selected committee and the individuals who were at fault for the incident. This is government. This is That's government. That's judicial authority based on a religious institution and their customs. That's why the prophet set it up as a religious organization, because that's government. That is government. When you go into the tribunals or when you see 
a person who professes to be Muslim going to a tribunal. And they're wearing their different customary attire, the hagid or the turban. And they're told to remove it. They don't run to the law of the land. They run to their spiritual laws and then show you where they're protected under religious liberty. And it is an act against the Constitution, which is there to serve as a protection of your religious liberties. But you don't know what your religious liberties are because you studying black law and, and you're not studying the Quran or the more science temple. You don't even know what your religious liberties are. You don't even know what being a Moor is or what's the heritage of the Moors. You don't even know who Ruth the Moabitess is or in, te- in, the, in the end of the Quran we're given the lineage and who are all the Moors on the planet. You don't know what chapter 47 says. The dominion of Africa. So we're going to bring in the call here, 253, area code 359, exchange 253, area code 359, Islam. Islam, are you there? Islam, family, how are you doing? All is well. Islam. How's the morning? Peace, peace. This is Simeon Ishmael Bay calling from uh, Washington Territory. And I, I just had a question. How you doing? Um, mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to the movement, and um, I was just wondering, you were making a comparison with the Jehovah Witness um, organization, and I was just wondering what is the difference between um, us and the Jehovah Witnesses being that we are claiming – you know, Aboriginal, Indigenous peoples of the land, Ololioli, and um, we we are as the Morse um, Divine and National Movement. We tie ourselves to uh, the Republic form of government. Now, is that what the Jehovah Witnesses are doing, or say like uh, some of the uh, like the Mormons and? things of that nature, is that what they're doing too? Are we no different from them and then our beliefs under the religious acts um, our beliefs are that we are the indigenous people or is it is this like is this actual fact because you know the religious you you got where I'm going at yeah I I, I see uh, your angle so Islam. The reason that I'm bringing up bringing up the Jehovah's Witnesses is because I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. I came through that angle of information um, as a young man. Very grateful for that, actually, because it prepared me for a lot of things. So I don't 
shirk that uh, or look down on that at all. However, no, we're completely different. We are completely different than them. And our understanding, and I, I want you to remove the word belief and study to, to, to know, because it's not our belief that we're indigenous, it's historical fact. And so when one says, or when we use the word belief, that leaves word for, you know, room for rebuttal from someone else who's trying to claim your birthright. So the, so the Jehovah's Witnesses are just a religious organization and who was established by Russell, I think, in the um, 54 or 56 or something like that. And Russell was actually 33rd degree Mason, and the origin of the witnesses actually started with um, protesting the war, um, the different, you know, some of the different wars and all those different things. But witnesses and Moors, are not even in the same race as far as what we're striving for in, in that sense and, and what I claim. Witnesses don't have a claim towards birthright. There's no birthright within what they're speaking of. They're not speaking of any land being stolen or being moved. They're not speaking of any of that. They're solely following their understanding of the, uh, the Bible as they are taught it or what have you. That's it. The more and plus, go ahead. plus they're a government established government, though, right? You know. Well, yeah. I guess, I guess in yes, a sense they, they're like a nation, much like the Mormons, because they practice their beliefs, which is you know like polygamy, and that's their way of life. And if the government tries to come against them with that angle. Or that understanding, then they could hit them up with the religious, you know, religious act, right? Right. right. And, and I've so the, seen it. So the because as I see it, the prophet brought in a lot of civics and stuff and protected it under the religious right act. Is that what he exactly? Okay. Exactly. And and it's really not brought in civics. Spirituality and civics is really the same thing. It's really, it's really the same because okay. when, you under, when we understand civics, we under, we're talking about nat, natural law. Right, and that's God's law, and, right? Right, yeah. So that's what civics is. Everything that we're studying is just a lower form of natural law being codified with verbiage with phonics as a description. Everything within nature is about contract. Everything, the vi- vibration is a contract with, with nature. The conversation that, the, that we're having right now is a vibration. That vibration is we're contracting with each other. We're exchanging. We're giving and receiving right now with each other. That's what we're doing. That's a contract that we're upholding. I ask a question, you answer it. You ask a question, I answer it. 
You give me a degree, I learn. I give you a degree, you learn. And the contract is the holy covenant. But we have to study the Quran to know what our covenant, which means promise, is. Which is, which is dealing with, in this contract, I have sworn to uphold my brothers and sisters. To put no other race before us. This is the holy covenant. This is found in the Quran. So when you call into the show and you ask a question or give a demonstration, my covenant to you, whether you know it or not, is to uphold you. To hold is to hold you up. Now I don't say hold you down, it's to hold you up. All right. You see, and so this is this is our covenant. And so with the witnesses, it's slightly different. Yes, they they, they are a government. They have the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, who is would be considered like the federal, who passes laws and all these different things, puts out their information, gives them their protocols, and if the witness witnesses don't vote. Um, they don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. If you try to come against their children, the, old, the elders will automatically come out to the school, protect the children. So Are they, they act whether – go ahead. I'm sorry, brother. Um, are they a party to the Republican form of government like we are? No. No. Okay. No, I only use them as an example because I was intimately uh, a part of that organization. And I oh, know no, okay. in that organization that can speak to it. It just so, so happens that, that I've example. always wanted – I'm sorry. I, it just so happens that I've always wanted to know the difference, though, because from from the standpoint that I'm looking at the Jehovah Witnesses, they, they're like a sub-government within a government, and – Mm-hmm. I am from the Moorish Science Temple of America, or, or you know, Divine National Movement. I always kind of looked at it as, you know, um, a religious organization, but it's tied in. We're tied in with the actual government, like we are the government that exists. Mm-hmm. That um, that is, you know, on its way, like on its way to take place of a government that's de facto at this point. It's just a matter of organizing and coming together under one banner and taking and standing under the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Islam. Mm-hmm. Islam. Because, you know, the Europeans yeah. are, are already under the eagle, but nobody's speaking under the pyramid because mm-hmm. we are disorganized. You know, we got so many fractions and everything else going on. And, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. But that's my perception. See, I'm I'm new coming in. I've been, you know, in this for like a, a little over a year now. You know, my children are going to online school for Morris children under uh, Grand Chikisteria Bay. And, um, you know, and... I just received my nationality and everything else, but you know I'm 
always, my ears are always open and I'm always looking to, you know, get further, some further understanding wherever, wherever I can get it. As long. Indeed. As long. As long. Yeah, I mean, the question that you ask is a, is a very, you know, a very good one because with the witnesses, again, they are a governmental structure. Right. So, you know, when we're, when you're looking at that organization, you have the federal and the state level, which is, you know, the federal, again, being the Watchtower Bible Tracking Society, which is uh, in New York. And they have, they have like a whole two or three city blocks up in New York. Wow. Where they would have their federal institutions. I mean, this is like it, this is the this is the things that we have to learn. You go to New York right now. You go to the Watchtower Bible Church Society. You can Google that right now, and you can find that address. I forgot what it is, and you will see that they have city blocks, not a block. They own blocks, and it's all their governmental religious institutions. That's amazing. As, yes. As a matter of fact, because uh, I, I know a lady, uh, uh, my barber, she's she's Korean, and um, okay. she was mentioning of a retreat that this is last summer, and, you know, she tried to invite me into a retreat, which – was taking place at the uh, Seattle, Seattle, uh, what, the baseball stadium, I believe it was. I mean, and Jehovah Witness from all around the world flew in. I mean, yeah. these people are organized. They're, and this yeah. is a religious, this is just a religious, mm-hmm. you know, movement, and they're extremely mm-hmm. organized. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think that's like the yeah. only thing that we we lack, because I mean, if we could organize and galvanize in that manner, we, and 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 invoke law along with you know what you're saying, it's it's a national and you know a, a divine movement. If we can, you know, it's put that divine, into work, divine national, divine yeah, national divine movement. I I, I got it back. Nat- Sorry about that. Yeah. Divine national m- movement. We were to put that in place like it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. In that manner, like the prophet laid down, we would be able to um, gain our land back. We don't. That's, we haven't. We haven't got it yet. When you go and again, I use Jehovah's Witnesses because I'm very intimately I have an in- intimate knowledge of that organization. I was at one point a full-time pioneer, which means that my career was going door-to-door teaching people the scriptures, literally. That was my what you would call my career. So wow. understanding that then, and when you go to the hall, they're not teaching the Constitution. And I'm not knocking this. What I'm doing is putting things in proper perspective because people don't get it. People jacked up right now, and I'm just, people are just jacked up. They don't get it. 
So when you go to the hall, they're not teaching the Constitution. They're sitting up there reading out of the law book, which is the bibliothelial text, what we call the Bible, or they call the New World Translation. That's their law book. If you go and you deal with an issue with them, and it's, let's say the issue is about, let's say that the children don't want to take shots or whatever, they will pull the scripture out of the law book that says that they don't have to do it. And then the elders understand or will hire laymen or lawyers to protect their religious rights. This is, I mean, this is how it works. What we're being taught to do is to only understand the Constitution, and we have no idea what our law book said. We don't even know gotcha. that there is a holy covenant of the Asiatic nation. Think, I mean, think, mm-hmm. think about this, brother, and I'm sure you know these things, but I'm just saying this to those who are listening. We don't even know our own law book. Yet, we're trying to put in paperwork. Like, you don't know your law book. When you want to go to court, they're going to ask you, well, what is a more? You're going to say something stupid because you don't know, you don't even really know. And then you're going to want to invoke something that you just disqualified yourself from because you don't know your own customs. Paperwork ain't a custom. One coincides with the other, most definitely. One supersedes. You see what I'm saying? The, 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 The spiritual understanding supersedes all things. Everything comes up under that. So when we're talking about, for instance, you'll hear people talk about um, what a uh, a temple is supposed to do. You'll hear people talking, you know, about the flag. And this is what you see this all the time. You'll see people saying, well, we only have one flag and this and that, right? Well, if you go to chapter 47 in the Holy Quran under the dominion of Africa, is where it lays out that every tribe, i.e. temple, because a temple is a tribe, has a right to set up their own customs that are in line with the customs of the nation, i.e. the major temple. Verse 14, every subordinate temple or the grand major temple is to form under the covenant of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and to create their own laws. See how our custom just gave us the ability within each clan, i.e. tribe, i.e. temple, to create your own laws within that temple, i.e. customs. That's within the covenant. Yeah, that's chapter 47, Dominion of Africa, verse 14. So when you, so because we don't know these things, Right there, when they start talking about what can you do, well, well, my law book in verse 14, chapter chapter 47 says that we can create our own laws 
in conjunction with the Grand Major Temple. So here's our list of laws. So I'm not in, so, so your law, your man-made law doesn't supersede my law. So the, you know, the act, those are the Grand Major Temple laws, the act. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I know you, yeah. Mm-hmm. I them out. Yes, those are some of them, but they're supposed to create more than that. To be honest, they're they're, they're supposed to create more than that. So your your um what they'll call your home office should be even created quite a few different um laws and 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 should be a whole structure. It's way bigger than just the um the few laws that the prophet left that everyone is to follow in line with, but they're. The, those laws are the ones that give the um, home offices, they'll call it, the ability to make more laws also. Mm. Because it'll tell you even in that, every every grand sheik is in place to make and protect laws. He just told you that the grand sheik is supposed to be making laws. You see what I'm saying? But we ain't reading. When we're looking at it, you know, we've got to do better and. Um, critically analyzing the words. The words that the prophet used are very much on point. We just have to look at those words and don't bypass it because sometimes we get into reading too fast. Islam. Islam. Thank you. So if that's it, I'm going to take this other... uh, Yeah, no problem, but I appreciate the, um, the question. Honors to you more. I'm Keep bring going in to the work. Islam. Islam. I'm on mute. So I'm going to bring in 318-505-EXCHANGE, 318-AREA-CODE. Uh, the exchange is 505, Islam. Islam, are you there? Islam, 318-EXCHANGE-505. Are you there? All right, I'll come back um, Come back to you, maybe step away for a second. But the caller, uh, brother brought up a very, you know, good, good, interesting question, and which is the whole point of the show. The Savior is the knowledge. That that's the savior. You're too worried about paperwork. I have a whole territory or territories in this area and I'm seeing it firsthand. People don't want to study. Everyone wants to talk paperwork, but no one wants to study. You're in the movement for over a year, but don't have never read the Quran. Understanding that this is the law book, and I mean, so we have to understand how absurd these things are. How are you calling yourself a Moor, and you've never read the Holy Quran and the Moor Science Temple, and you're calling yourself a Moor? I mean, we got to think about that absurdity. 
but you can tell everybody how you're studying the Constitution, but that ain't really your law. Just, just ain't. Your law is the holy is 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 the uh, holy Quran of the Morrison's Temple. Your law is the Biblio Biblio text. Your law is actually the Quran of Muhammad. These are all of our laws, and you ain't read none of them. You're thinking they're turning in proclamations and name declarations as the Savior. So you're so worried about turning in a name declaration that if I say to you, tell me the covenant, the holy covenant of the Asiatic nation, you're going to be like, um, what is that? What is that? Or tell me what did the prophet say was the first thing to study. Or tell me some of the nations, or tell me some of the dominions of Africa. Tell me those things, and you're not going to know. You're not going to know none of that. But you're calling yourself a Moor or a Moorish American. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And it really gets tiring, to be quite honest. Because we can't progress until you read Chapter 5 and understand what you're supposed to be using those tools for. But you don't know what Chapter 5 says in the first place. So I'm really speaking above your head. Because you've never taken the time to read the Quran of the Morrison Temple, which happens to be our law. So you can't even follow the conversation. But you're calling yourself a more or a more generic. So when we're talking about the tools for the workshop of the mind, you don't even know what chapter that is. You don't even know what those tools are, which is the instructions from the prophet. We're telling you we use the axe to cut away the naughty, useless, ungainly parts, and make our character symmetrical. where he's telling you to get your character intact. Get that together. Because if your character is right, your vibration is right. You ain't, you're not getting stopped. You're not getting bothered by policy enforcement agents. You're not in and out of court when your character is right. You're just not. It just, you're just not. Now, you may have a quorum of death sometimes. But if you know your laws, you usually aren't dealing with those things. Again, I use Jehovah's Witnesses as a, as a reference because they teach character. Like they literally really teach character. Now, that don't mean that they ain't out there acting a fool, a lot of them, because they are. But I know for a fact that they teach certain things, whether people obey it is a, is a different thing. But in order to go to court and your paperwork, any weight to it, have any weight, you have to know your law book because they know your law book. If you think that these judges who are master masons don't know who the Moors are, you're a fool. They may play you like they don't know. They study. They have studied you and been made to study you more than you can study them. 
They're going to play you like they don't know who you are. They've never seen, they don't know what you're talking about, you're paperwork terrorist. That's what they're going to say. And if you don't know your law book, you're already lost. You're already lost. And it's almost guaranteed that your character is right. It's almost guaranteed. Because you're not focusing on the right things in the first place. You should worry about turning in trust and proclamations and, you know, birth certificate identification. You ain't using your critical thinking half the time anyway. I mean, I've got, I, I, I deal with this all the time, unfortunately, which is why I end up doing the show. You have people who are not studying, not using critical thinking ability so much that they're being hoodwinked just because they won't stop and pay attention to things that don't even make any type of sense. They won't, they won't stop and pay attention. I've had people say stuff that even a three-year-old knows doesn't make sense, and adults will look past it and go with it because they're just so hopeful. They just want this thing so bad that they're willing to be stupid. That's what's happening. And the government, the U.S. U.S. government, is putting these people in a place because they know they trained you to be stupid. They know. They know that you're going to hear about some birth certificate identification crap and think that, oh, let me do that. Why? Because they know how they educated you. They know the outcome. Because this is where this is exactly how they trained you to be. So now someone can come and talk about first gender identification. You want to keep your property, you want to keep your finances, you know, so bad that you you miss the little things that are being said to you that don't make any sense because you haven't slowed down. You're 40 years old. You didn't have this property for 10 years. You ain't, and all of a sudden you're about to lose it because you don't, you don't do a trust or something like that. So now you're in a hurry. Anytime you're in a hurry, you're going to look over things. Anytime you're in a hurry, you're going to miss things. So you have to be willing to slow down, slow that thing down. Now we'll see if this um, if area code 318 with the exchange 505, if you're back live, area code 318, with the exchange 505, Islam. Islam, you're live on the air. Pushed it by accident. So we'll just mute it. Now, again, if anyone has any comments or questions, go ahead and push one, and we'll get them in. The whole purpose, what I I want everyone to understand is that paperwork is secondary. Everyone on this 
show. Listen, if you haven't read the Quran, you don't need, you do not need to be pushing any paperwork because you can't defend it in the first place. You can't defend it. Defending it is not knowing the Constitution. That ain't defending your paperwork. Defending the paperwork comes through understanding your birthright. And I can guarantee you if you have not read Chapter 47, The Dominion of Africa, you don't know your birthright. I can guarantee that. You don't know your birthright. You ain't read Chapter 47. You don't know the Dominion of Africa. So how can you defend paperwork saying that you're aboriginal to the land when you don't even know how or why or what makes you aboriginal to the land? You quoting every other book besides your law book, which makes you look incompetent. If I go and you see the Ebury on the streets, they standing there with their law book, standing there with the Bibliothe text. If you want to know the lineage, whether you agree with them or not, is irrelevant. If you want to know how they claim their lineage, they're going to take you all the way back through Yeshua or Jesus, whatever, Isa, whatever attribute you want to put on them. They're going to take you back to Ruth. They're going to take you back to Moses, Abraham. They're going to take you back to the creation of the 12 tribes. But they're going to do it through the Bibliothelial text, or what you call the Bible. And then they may add some other people's books to show you that it was written in more than one book. But the primary source of their stance is their law book. But y'all don't get it yet. The primary source of their stance is their law book. How many of you have your Quran on you daily? Like for real. How many of you roll with your Quran every time you leave the house? This is your law book. Do you have it in your glove compartment? Do you have the pocket size version? Do you carry a backpack? I mean, do you got it? If I roll up on you and I say, peace more, Hey, let's open up chapter 3. I want to show you something. Can you pull it out? Can you go to your 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 your, your, uh, your vessel and pull it out? Oh, yeah, here it is. Because I can tell you, anywhere those Hebrew Israelites that are standing on the corner or whatever, I can pretty much guarantee you that a great percentage of them, wherever they go, they got the Bible. I can pretty much guarantee you that wherever Jehovah's Witnesses go, they got a Bible with them. Pretty much can guarantee those things. Most Catholics are going to have a Bible on them. Most Muslims are going to have a Quran on them. What are the Moors going to have on them? What? Uh, wait. What, what, what are you going to have? 
you're going to have the Constitution? What are you going to have on you? And they're asking you, how are you a more? What you going to have on you to validate what you're saying or show it in writing, in documentation? Because all religious books, especially the religious text that is considered the law of the religion or spirituality or spiritual system, whatever that book is, is considered to be the superior law of those who are under the umbrella of that. And that's a fact. So when the Muslims go into the courtrooms and they're speaking about why they don't have to do something, they're carrying their law book to solidify why they don't have to do it. Who would even tell you that you're supposed to take a Quran inside of court? Like, do you know that? That if you go to court, along with your Black Law Dictionary, you should have the Quran and the Morris Science Temple with you. And that should be the primary book that you're focusing on because that's your religious institution's book. Like, are they telling you that? Or are they just telling you to do the birth certificate authentication, get it authenticated, get it sent to you, and get a 9-8 number, which is bogus in the first place. But they have not told you what your birthright is. You have never learned what your birthright is and where it comes from. Because you're moving too fast. You're not paying attention. Paperwork backs up, backs backs up where you are mentally, or at least it's supposed to. It's supposed to present your mentality prior to you going in. But if you come in there and you don't know what the heck you're talking about, that paperwork does not stand. It doesn't stand. Paperwork is not superior to the individual. Paperwork is not superior to the individual. Do you hear me? Paperwork is not superior to the individual. So if the individual goes in there, you can disqualify the paperwork. If you ask them, for the DOA, Delegation of Authority Order, and then you go to court and you tell them, nah, on, on the record, nah, nah, you don't need to show me the Delegation of Authority Order, then they don't need to show you the Delegation of Authority Order. So what was superior? The words of the individual were superior. Because you can demand it and then say you don't need it. You can cancel the contract. The same way you can cancel a contract 
by your ignorance going into court and you don't know your own birthright, but you're trying to claim one. So you got to do, you, you must do better. Can't say you must, it's up to you. But I can tell you that this is the reason that there's, there's not a whole lot of traction in a lot of areas in the, or within the, uh, the more divine national movement. This is why there's not as much traction as it should be. Because cats tripping, and all, all everybody is studying is the Constitution or reading some other books. So your character isn't right because you're not studying what the prophet is saying in chapter 3, verse 14, yourselves, your higher self and your lower self. So your character isn't straight, which means you're probably not honorable. It means you probably still got a bunch of issues in your day-to-day life that ain't right, wondering why you're getting stopped or getting, getting having a, you know problems, having a lot of problems, uh, uh, domestic you know issues, um, but you, you, your vibration ain't right because your character's not right. Because the Constitution it doesn't help you to to carve out a better character. That ain't how it works. In order for there to be traction, to be real traction, people really got to get on board of what actually is supposed to be going on. This is the, uh, the divine national movement. Divine is proceeds national. It precedes it. Moorish, which is nationality. Divine, which is spiritual. National movement, which speaks of a conglomerate or organization joined together from many territories. Movement, meaning progress. In order to get the traction, you're going to have to get your nose into the books you're supposed to get it, have it in, and stop trying to save some material items that aren't worth anything in the first place, as if that's got to be the first thing. The first thing is, is to not have to continue to create, have to come back and repeat the same cycle. So, yeah, I got it. I know you want to save, you know, the land um, in Jersey or in Sacramento territory. I got it. I know you want to keep the, the house. Got it. I know you want to figure out your tax situation. I got it. The most important thing actually should be not having to come back to repeat this same cycle again. That's supposed to be what's the most important thing is becoming one with Allah. That's actually supposed to be the most important thing. So your orientation is messed up because your focus is only on saving some material stuff, which is just not falsehood. There, there is no compensation, material gain, in the boat of a of Asaf. There's no compensation for that. You don't not have to repeat the same cycle because you had 10 homes that you owned. So that means that you don't have to come back. Not, that's not how it works. You will be back here until you get it right. Some people come more advanced than others because they've completed certain lessons. Some of you 
repeating the same lesson for the umpteenth time because you you just haven't got it yet. It just it's how it is. And then what's worse is that some people have no idea what I'm talking about right now because they've never studied themselves or studied their ancient culture. So you don't even know why I'm saying or speaking about coming back several times and the different cycles and rotations. Because the only thing you stuck your nose in is the Constitution and learned about some trust law or all this other stuff that's secondary to that. You came back to improve yourself. This isn't your first merry-go-round. You must understand what improving yourself actually looks like. You must understand that. So we're going to close out. If you have any other uh, comments or um, uh, questions, push one now. Um, want a reminder again of the um, June Saturday, June twenty fifth, holistic health conference in the Sacramento Territory. Go to aadh.net um, for tickets and more information, or call eight seven seven four nine one. Two 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 four for more information. That is uh, Dr. Phil Valentine L. and Dr. Lila Africa uh, in the Sacramento Territory, June 25th, Saturday, June 25th, and it will be held at uh, John F. Kennedy High School at 6719 Gloria Drive. I advise everyone there that's going to be a great, great, great conference. Get there. You really want to get there. And um, learn something from from these uh, different teachers about yourself because they're going to go over um, how to be one with yourself, how to heal yourself through, through herbs, foods, and all those different things. If you don't know who these brothers are, get on YouTube. They got plenty of videos. Other than that, we're going to close out. And we will be back next week. If there's any questions, um, you might hit me up on NorthgateBay at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you. Or hit me up on Facebook. I'm the L. Il Bay, and um, we can build there. So I will see you. Next week, uh, same time, same station. Peace and love.